Hello, this is the Angel on Earth podcast, and I am AOE. For today, I am going to talk about ADD, ADHD, and frequency. This was something that came up during a reading I did live on Instagram recently, and it's 12-12, which is great and (laughs) wonderful example of how, you know, ADD, ADHD, that ability to get distracted easily is actually quite awesome and works in our favor much of the time. When I say R, I mean the star seeds, the light workers, the shadow workers, whatever thing it is that you resonate with. If you are still listening to me, or if you happen to just find me, there is a reason. <laughs> you are one of these things, and you are either already well aware of what that means, or are slowly figuring that out. So continue to listen. This applies to you. This really goes for most of us in these roles here to anchor light on the planet. We are often distracted from one task to the next. We have a tendency to be drawn to different activities. Just when we start getting good at one thing, all of a sudden we lose all interest and suddenly want to do something else. (laughs) We sign up for classes, but just don't want to complete all of them and have resented ourselves for that. And through, you know, society and the external influences, we had this idea that it's wrong or bad or detrimental to be distracted so easily, to constantly need to be moving around, to feel like you want to go from one task to the next, you want to try all the things but never finish them. (laughs) And a lot of us as adults or going into adulthood, we may have resented ourselves so much for having these traits. So much that we forced ourselves to complete things. We got good at overcoming the draw to other things before we were done with one things. So when we were younger, maybe we did just jump from one thing to the next, not really feeling like we really wanted to go very far with one particular activity. As adults, we started to get to a place of, I need to be responsible. I have to be able to finish things. Otherwise I'm not going to be successful. All these, you know, stories we get told, (laughs) we, we believe them. (laughs) And so we, we continue going forward with a mix of responsibility the attitude that I can totally keep going and finish things in spite of the fact that there is everything in me fighting me to not do that. I want to share some messages that I got from the guides that like really hit home for me and, and made it so much more clear to me why 
why this is such a good thing, that we are so easily distracted, why we keep trying all of these things but never finishing them. Number one is something I always have said in the past, and so you may have caught this during one of my other episodes or during a live, but that is very simple. We came here and in order to maintain openness and the ability to awaken ourselves at the perfect time, we were protected by our inherent nature of being easily distracted, wanting to go outside. The ADD and the ADHD literally saved us from being trapped in the matrix, from being stuck in one thing for so long that it crushed us and just consumed our whole life till that was over. (laughs) Well, you know, in physical form. So if you were one of the people (laughs) who either were told you needed to be medicated or were medicated or whatever it was that people said to you when you were younger about your personality or what was wrong with you for being so distracted by everything. Or maybe you didn't go running around every five minutes, but you just, you just sat there and daydreamed. That quite literally protected you from getting too trapped in the mundane, from becoming one of the worker bees that could not pull their eyes away from the computer, the desk, the thing that was trapping us and our souls, the perpetual work days that did not give us the freedom to be our infinite selves, did not give us the, well, the ability to awaken to our true nature. See, when humans are tied to their desks, through the responsibilities, the focus, the thing that was praised, the ability to sit still, be quiet, do your work, and focus on that and that alone. And just keep trying to progressively increase your ability to move up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. But in order to do so, having to work longer, sit for longer, not take your eyes away from the screen, the desk, the thing that you were doing. We were praised to remain prison, imprisoned in an office, whatever location it might be, but nonetheless imprisoned by ourselves, by our own free will, by, you know, it was very strategic. (laughs) We thought we were doing the right thing. But the nice, beautiful thing about the star seeds is we literally can't do that and be fulfilled in any way, shape or form. Not that the ones that are doing it really great are actually fulfilled, but they can do it really well. (laughs) We, however, well, we made it quite impossible for us to possibly get stuck that way. Fortunately, And there's always that tug, that tug that is so overwhelming that like you look outside the window and you just want to go out there and go just do anything that isn't standing in one spot doing the same thing over and over and over again. The daydreamers, 
the ones that wouldn't necessarily run around but just would sit there and go off into some distant place imagining all sorts of stuff. The one that would get in trouble for when they're finally called on and, you know, supposed to give the answer. No clue on earth, what on earth <laughs> that teacher was talking about or what that person that was calling on them was asking them to do because they weren't paying attention. They were off in another world enjoying themselves a little too much. But fortunately, were keeping themselves from being too bound to the responsibilities that were being trained into the humans. So even in the ones that didn't necessarily run around, they were given freedom and encouraged to maybe quietly sit. But the spirit, the soul, the soul was somewhere else. The soul was exploring. The soul was staying alive and free. Free from all of the chains, all of the training to become the tiny little robot that was the perfect little worker that did everything possible to keep themselves tied to a job that was killing them. So be grateful, number one, for the distractions that you find yourself constantly attached to and drawn to because it saved you from becoming a drone. It saved you and allowed you to eventually awaken to the infinite nature that is you (laughs) and get to start to question life and begin to go down the rabbit holes the distractions, you've heard this one too, possibly, but the ADD, the ADHD, that's also what brought your awareness to all the different sources that were not popular or common. They're what kept you searching for answers. You could look up one question, try to find that answer, find yourself reading a paper all of a sudden distracted and looking at another paper. And now you're looking at the references for that and you found something else interesting. And now you're on Pinterest (laughs) or Instagram or Facebook. And you happen to catch a glimpse of something significant that you almost forgot. And you're like, Oh, thank goodness. I saw that. It let you become free enough to see the synchronicities to get the messages, to allow your guides to provide you a little tip here and there to pull you those little nuggets, those little, that little trail, gingerbread trail, just to like, yeah, a little drop little pieces along the way to help you find yourself again. But you needed that searching, that constant bouncing from one thing to the next to be able to be open enough to see the signs to be distracted enough to miss the exit to happen to go too far and have to take a new road you literally kind of programmed yourself to be able to break out of the patterns and the constant cycles that humans have suffered being attached to for far too long. You came ready to break out of the matrix. (laughs) And 
So be grateful that you find all of the different rabbit holes you do through your ADD and that you have the beautiful imagination you do. And maybe if you suppress that as an adult, you can look back perhaps at when you were a child and, and consider how you visualized so many different magical worlds, perhaps even saw signs of things to come in the future. Maybe you were seeing visuals of what was to come. Maybe you had some deja vu. Maybe you maybe you discounted it all, but you can look back and kind of see it now at least. You had a lot of different strengths, all that derived from that need to be distracted, not wanting to focus on one thing for too long. We're not meant to focus on one thing for super long. That leads to a very boring life. And I've used this example, and I'm going to use it one more time here because I think it's important to reiterate this. At least my guides feel it's important to reiterate this. Your soul, which you have, is infinite. It is literally all. At the center of yourself is the universe. You are everything that exists. And at some level, everything around you is a mirror of yourself. But the thing is, if you consider an infinite being, that is you. This is something that that just craves creativity, expression, experience, experience so much, so many different experiences. Your soul is constantly craving the experiences of all that life has to offer, all of the places, all of the people, all of the activities, all of the emotions on all levels of, you know, each side of the scale, all of it. But you know what makes it really hard to to experience all of that? When you're tied to a desk and you never leave and all that you ever look at is your screen and you are so focused on that screen. You you are so focused because you don't dare want to make a mistake. All of your attention and your consciousness is just completely embedded in that computer. And that is where it gets dangerous because when your soul decided to come here, it expected a nice ride through all sorts of things. And when it got stuck in a physical body, now we're talking infinite being, tiny human body. You stuck the soul in the body. You made it stranded here on earth. I mean, all yes, we do astral travel. We have our dream states, and we have all sorts of experiences when we when we meditate, and we might just go to other places. But for a large part of our lives, you know, we're bound here. We are here. We are on Earth. That is where we are anchored in these human bodies. So when you stick an infinite being into a tiny little thing, and then all of a sudden that thing gets stuck and doesn't move what what do you think that what do you think that soul's gonna feel like (laughs) do you think it's gonna feel expansive like it's learning and growing and experiencing absolutely not it is literally looking at one thing that never changes 
it's the same experience over and over again. It's the same drive to work. It's the same people. It's the same experiences. It's the same emotions. It's the same screen. Different numbers, same screen. Different words, same screen. It really isn't that interesting. It just isn't. It might to the human. To the human, it might seem interesting because it's, you know, hard work. It's complicated. It's doing a whole lot of important stuff, all those numbers and words. But really, to the universe, that's a load of crap. That's what that is. That was like a small game that it was like, let me just see what this is like. That's all it wanted to do. It just wanted to get a, like a taste of it. It didn't want to spend 40 to 50 years doing it. <laughs> I mean, you really have to ask yourself, if you are that infinite being, consider it like a game, like a Sims game. Or, you know, if, I don't know if you've played Sims, but like whatever video game you might think of where you're controlling a character. I mean, if you're playing the game, you want to have some fun. You want to have some battles. You want to go in and, you know, explore the caves. You want to maybe make a house. You want to build something and experience something in that game, right? Now, how fun would it be if your character, your warrior, walked to a corner in the cave, turned on a light, and then just stared at the wall? I mean, they're doing important stuff. Like, seriously, all of the little numbers and words that pop up on their screen, they're super important. And I just keep clicking away. They're not going to leave either. Like, you can nudge and try to move your controller, like, as much as you want. But they're not going to leave that corner because that corner is important. That little screen they got in that cave, in that one corner, it is so important for them to stare at that. And you know that. It's so so important to like everything. I mean, it's like the whole reason you're playing the game, right? Just stare at a corner, never move, just do the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, you can understand why a soul would not like that, right? <laughs> you can understand just from playing a video game, how that does not sound like a good idea. I'm sure you would end that game very quickly, right? Do you want to keep playing the game where you go watch your character go to a corner in a cave every single day, drink the same thing, make the same sounds, and then go back and then come back the next day and do it all over again just to sit in the corner to watch numbers and words flash up on the screen? That is not, that is not what the soul came here to do. That is not what you want to do in a video game. That isn't even a little bit what you want to do in a video game. Not at all. <laughs> Again, you would end the game. And that is sometimes what souls do when they are stuck for too long. And I can't blame them. Can't blame them one bit because it is incredibly upsetting to have to be stuck and not be able to move the character for years. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So what happens is people get sick. First people get sick. They try, you know, you try, you really like the game. So you're like, 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 okay, maybe if we like bring 
a lion in or something and it attacks you. Maybe you'll get distracted long enough to like stop staring at the screen. (laughs) Maybe if you trip and fall on your way, maybe you won't be able to get back (laughs) to the screen and just stare at it in the cave. Maybe you just start to not feel so good so you can't go to work. You know, damn, that character is so freaking dedicated to get in that little corner in that cave to stare at the screen. It just keeps going even though it's sick. And, and you can imagine, eventually you just end the game. You're like, I, it's not, it's not going anywhere. It's just going to keep staring at this corner. I, I can't, like, no one can blame a person playing a game for quitting after all of that. Like, it's just, they've been staring at this video game for years and nothing has happened. Literally nothing. But this one character keeps going to the cave in this one corner. It sucks. It's a terrible game. That's a lot like what normally goes on to people, except when you have ADD, when you feel called to a million different things and you can't just get settled into one... You never get stuck in one cave for too long. Now, you might have your episodes where you, you feel like, well, I may all stare at this corner for a little while longer. But eventually, you just feel the need to go to a different part of the cave, to go outside, to do something. There's just so much of a pull. Now, that's a much more fun game, right? Where you actually get to change what you're looking at once in a while. <laughs> and that's why we were programmed that way. We decided that would be the best way to protect ourselves from getting stuck in the cave. In that one little corner. Staring at the screen. And and here's the reason. Other than the fact that it saved our lives. <laughs> here's the reason we have this thing we call ADD or ADHD. The reason we don't ever want to stay in one thing for too long. A big reason that we do that is because what happens every time we have a new experience is we pick up a new frequency. Each experience is a different frequency. So being a parent is one frequency. Being in a relationship is a frequency. Being in a healthy relationship is a different frequency. (laughs) Being in different emotions are different frequencies. Being in different jobs are different frequencies. Not saying good or bad, I'm just saying they're different frequencies. So you're going through life and and just say like each time you have an experience, you are picking up and adopting that particular signature, this energetic signature, that frequency, and kind of holding onto it and knowing it and just kind of collecting that along the way. So then you have the next experience. Maybe you want to learn how to do bungee jumping or maybe you want to and then you do that for a little bit and you pick up the frequency of bungee jumping and then maybe you get drawn to a particular career and you do that for a few years and you get really good at it and then you get you get that frequency added in and then you get bored with that and you suddenly don't want to do it anymore even though you went and you did all these certification programs and got a whole degree in it you're like I just don't want to do that anymore but I should but I just don't want to so you don't, you do something else. You finally get pulled away to something that's interesting and exciting. And then you pick up the frequency of that activity. Maybe you start making jewelry. Maybe you decide to start your own business or be a life coach, or maybe you decide to become an athlete, or maybe you decide to become a coach, or perhaps you get drawn into a hobby. 
Maybe you learn a healing modality. And in every one of these, you've picked up a new frequency. And then you have this really unique signature that is a compilation of all of these different frequencies that you have experienced along the way. Now the starseeds, you know what the starseeds do. They're here to help shift consciousness, to help anchor light on the planet, and to help, help shift. We're here to help awaken. We're here to help people see the true nature that they, of their being, this completely expansive, infinite being that they are. We are here to help awaken everyone to themselves and to their powers. Now, everyone out there has their own unique experience and, and things that they've dealt with in life and hurdles they've had to overcome, and they have a number of different frequencies. They've experienced a lot of different things, and, and maybe they're stuck right now. But the thing is, when you hold a frequency that is similar to another person's frequency, you draw them to you and you become the one that is going to activate them, awaken them, or give them that piece of information or that insight or the frequency or the codes to break out of where they are into the next thing because you've already done it. But your frequency is what's drawing that particular person. So maybe there's someone with a very unique background. They train elephants and they also are, you know, an accountant and they have this passion for Reiki. Well, you know, it just so happened you did train elephants for a little bit. Just long enough to pick up that frequency. <laughs> and yeah, you actually did do a couple courses on accounting. And um, yeah, you are a Reiki master. So, you know, like... It, 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 very high resonance. <laughs> you guys, you guys definitely could see how that frequency would be drawn to your frequency because you, you carry similar frequencies and like attracts like, and that's, that's how that works. And so the people you awaken end up being the ones who have similar signatures to you. That's, that's how you're drawing them in. And that's how you help them see the path. And often you may use your stories and experiences as ways of helping them see how you are similar and how you, this is how you overcame your stuff. And this is how you went to the next level. And, and they go, Oh, Oh, I see what you did. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then they break free too. And then they break free more people. But you see, in our eyes, in our minds, in our, our logic, we see this as, oh, we have similar backgrounds. You know, I did that same thing too, like them. So they're, they're likely to trust me, to listen to me, to believe in what I'm saying and take it to heart. And really what it is, is it's all frequency. They're the same thing. It's just we, we think of it as more of like a some kind of a logical pattern. But it's the simplest explanation is they resonate at a frequency that matches yours. And because of that, they are drawn to you and you are an activator. So you will awaken them. <laughs> that is how that works. Period. That's how you draw to you the people who, who come to you for readings, who come to you for energy work, who come to you, whoever you are and whatever you do for your services, because they resonate in that unique frequency. And the beautiful thing is, because you have done so many different things, but never finished them, you didn't need to finish them. 
The whole reason you picked up that skill along the way was so that you adopted that frequency. So when that individual you agreed to in a soul contract before you got here to awaken, you agreed to that, right? So you had to make sure there's a way that you found them and that's through the frequencies. So when they resonate at a particular frequency that matches yours because you both have had those experiences, that is sufficient to accomplish the job of bringing that person to you so you could complete the contract, which was to activate them. And that's literally how it works. Every time you shift your attention, your pull, your draw, you're like, oh, okay, well, I want to do this now, but I still haven't finished this class. I, you know, I, I didn't do this, this and that. Or maybe you only did the first level of Reiki or something like you didn't need to do all of it. That wasn't the point. <laughs> you got what you needed to for the experience, for the experience. And that was literally it. And so as we honor this nature of ourselves to not cling to any one thing for too long, as we become more comfortable with realizing that we are never meant to always finish everything. And it's not to say you can't, you can finish anything you want. But if you feel like your entire desire and drive just vanishes like so fast like you could if you feel like you're pulling yourself to do something and forcing yourself and it's just not fun anymore it's because your soul is telling you you're done there you're good you you did what you needed to do exactly what you needed to do and you don't have to do anything else there you just don't, there's nothing left there you're not going to gain anymore by doing anymore even if you finish the thing again you can but if you feel like it's just so painful does it make sense to <laughs> Does it make sense to put yourself through pain when maybe you're being drawn to something else cool and exciting that maybe, oh, look at that. There's like a Tantra, there's a Tantra workshop. That means I'm not going to finish this other thing, but that's okay. You don't have to finish anything. You just have to pick up all of the frequencies. The goal of, of your soul is not necessarily to complete anything in particular. That is a human trait our need to complete things. The soul wishes to, you know, just explore and experience and just like, you know, test the waters over here and see what it's like over there and experience all the things, just get all the flavors and, and really know that these are all the different things that you could possibly experience. But in no way, shape or form do all of them need to be completed to have gotten what the soul wanted, which was just that frequency, either just to enjoy or just to adopt it to accomplish a responsibility that you had agreed to before you got here. So really so much has to do. Everything is frequency. Everything is energy. Everything is, is just this resonance. So, you know, the guides are really trying to ask us to be gentle with ourselves, to go with the flow, to stop trying to control everything and lose the need to finish just to finish. Unless we're feeling called to finish, in which case do that. But what will serve us most is if we follow our, our joy, the things that draw us, the things that excite us, the things that really pull our attention where our heart is just so pounding and excited and ready to just go in that direction. 
and keep following that excitement. Where is it that you want to go next? Once you get like to a point where you just, and, and, you know, be honest with yourself, look at it. Are you leaving something because of fear? Are you trying to get away from something because you don't want to do it because you're afraid you can't do it? That is a different energy. That is something to be aware of. But not really is what's going on a lot of the time. That happens sometimes. So keep, you know, be honest with yourself. If you're trying to get away because you don't think you can do it and you're afraid and this is a sole lesson for you to actually do it. <laughs> or if you could do it if you really wanted to, you just, there isn't anything in you that wants to. If that's the case, you're just being called to the next thing. Which in the bigger picture is going to serve you so much more because it's going to check more things off the list of what frequencies do I need to pick up? Did I want to pick up while I was here to serve all of those individuals who have that frequency? And the faster you do that, now you don't have to rush anything. Time is just an illusion. (laughs) But, you know, you've spent... You spent all of this time focusing on these one thing here and one thing there, and it's just trying to finish it. But we're not needing to. We're just not needing to. So be open to the possibility that maybe it serves you more to just run to the next exciting thing and start that. And know that it's strengthening you. It's not a weakness. It's not. A lot of the times when we look at the biggest things in our life that we were taught, was critical we did or didn't do it's really the opposite of that that we were supposed to do well not supposed to but really what was aligned with our soul was the exact opposite you know humans for a long time have been tricked into doing mundane things for way too long and then just you know that's where all the like a lot of the chronic illnesses and a lot of the chronic really devastating things come from is that soul trying to get the human to look away or do anything else honor itself and it not being able to get through and so we're here to shift that though now we're here with our ADD and everything all wrapped up to distract everyone to pull people away from these things they've been stuck to to free them from themselves And so we do that with our frequency. We do that by picking up all of the frequencies necessary to help pull the right people to us to bring their awareness to what's going on and help them to break free. And we do the same. It's the same with us going to others for, for, you know, being, getting heal, healing done or any kind of like anything we're drawn to that's on our line for our soul's path. Like the reason you get drawn to that instructor is usually because, you know, is this maybe a soul contract or they resonate with the same frequencies that you resonate with. That's why one of, one of the reasons you like to work with people who have similar backgrounds, especially when there are a lot of different things. Cause you're like, wow, how on earth did you do all of these different things just like me? Like they're so different than what most people do. And you do all of them. That's so strange. There must be a reason. And you're drawn to them and you're intrigued by them. And then you learn from them sometimes, especially if they're further along and they've kind of overcome certain things you haven't yet. Then you get to see how they did it. But it's your frequency, that signature and their signature that are bringing you both together. It's not a coincidence. It's synchronicity. It's frequency. It's energy working perfectly. So when we came here, yes, we added in the superpower of getting distracted so easily because that's what we needed to do.
to survive and to thrive. So I will leave it at that for now. Love you lots. Bye.